It's all about Jesus. You are here today because of Jesus. No Jesus, no church. No Jesus, no worship like this. It's all about Jesus. No Jesus, no you. I hope you realize that. No Jesus, no me. Hallelujah. For without me, he said, you can do nothing. Some people are still in cloud nine. I can see some faces. They're still lost in thought. Let me tell you, never everything is going to be fine. I hope you have a neighbor. Did you say something to your neighbor, my brother? Who's your neighbor? Did he hear you when you said something to him? Now look for another neighbor and say, everything's going to be all right. Hallelujah. There's this old SU song we used to sing way back. I got a feeling. You remember that song? That everything's gonna be alright. How many of you remember that song? It's an old SU song. Please stand to your feet. Let's do it. I got a feeling that everything's gonna be alright. sense 
we are saying it in the positive sense because we are in God's presence and we believe in order to see and we shall have whatsoever we say I am alright I don't know your name but I'm Tolu Alokwe I am alright Tolu Alokwe I am alright Tolu Alokwe I am alright Today I am alright Tomorrow I am alright Till eternity I am alright 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 Because of Jesus I'm alright Because of the word of God I'm alright Because of the blood of Jesus I'm alright Somebody say, Jesus! Ha! That's why I don't believe in using the name of Jesus to cut cake. That is the name of my strength. That is the name that gives me life. Jesus! The name that never sleeps. Some names sleep. Some names can only be called upon at certain times of the day. If you call upon them at certain times of the night, they wouldn't respond. But this name, day or night, sun, moon, rain, shine. The name of Jesus is full of life. Somebody shout Jesus! That was the cry of Bartimaeus. That was the cry of Bartimaeus. He said, Son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on me. He kept saying, Son of David, have mercy on me. His mercy was not defined. The mercy he wanted was not defined. God is not a God in the abstract. Our God is real. Somebody say, my God is real. So when you are calling upon the name of Jesus, direct that name to something. It could be your business. It could be the interview you have tomorrow morning. It could be the proposal you are to submit tomorrow. It could be the bid you are to defend tomorrow. It could be the project you are to defend tomorrow. Am I speaking to somebody here? It could be how to face this week. The deadline is this week. The money is not showing up, but the deadline is not is this week. The money does not need to show up. Jesus is the one who needs to show up. When Jesus shows up, it takes care of that need. Somebody who is with me this morning. So shout Jesus and direct it to an area where you want him to move. Jesus! Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. So ask him to speak to us this morning in addition to all that he has done already. Lord, speak to us this morning in addition to all that you have done already. We are ready for the release of your word. We are ready for the ministry of your Holy Spirit. Touch us change us transform us to who you have in mind for us to be 
and the glory always is yours in Jesus name amen you may be seated guess what I looked up at the church on the gallery they were all seated all the while that we were here standing they were all seated are you sure you're part of what's going on here because I saw you sitting down you know, I don't know how to say that prayer in English, but there's something they say in Emeritus uh, Edokun's language. It won't do me guo. How do you say guo in English? Guo. Hallelujah. It's good to be in church this morning. How many people have enjoyed this service up until now? It's like the choir should not stop. They should just... Continue singing. From the time of the praise, the worship, the congregational hymn, it was like they should just continue singing. Honestly, by the time we finished the congregational hymn, if they asked us to share the grace then and go home, I would have been highly blessed, highly fulfilled. Amen. Some people are waiting till when the word of God is coming. They don't know God's presence is everywhere. Preserve his presence. In fact, right from the, the entrance to the compound, to the premises, I mean, hey, Sister B, how you doing? God's presence, mighty. He, he waits for us. Amen. He knows we're coming, so he's waiting. He's looking forward to the time of fellowship with us. Hallelujah. Okay, so today I'm sharing on the power of one. The power of one. The power of one. The power of one. Lord, again, speak to us in Jesus' name. The power of one. The word one means single, single unit, single entity, the power of one. You are one man. You are one individual. God created one. God has a mind for one. God is into one, the power of one. So there is power in one. Somebody join me to say there is power in one. Amen. Now, our God manifests as one. He's one God, Jehovah. He's the maker of the heavens and the earth. He's the creator of all of creation. He is first in time, first in rank, first in space. He's the creator of eternity. And nobody knows the beginning of eternity. Nobody knows the end of eternity. Yet he created eternity. I'm having some distractions there. I'm having some distractions there. Please help me. He's the creator of eternity. He exists in eternity and he created time out of eternity. I hope you understand. I hope we remember elementary mathematics. When they say a line tends to infinity, it's a straight line. And then you put the sign of infinity at the back of it. Now, that's eternity for you. No beginning, no end. But when you now mark two points on that straight line, point X, and point Y, point X and Y is an intersection, if you like, within that straight line that tends to infinity. That is time. Time is an interregnum in eternity. Time will finish its work and eternity will continue. Do you understand what I'm saying? Time has a beginning. That is why we can date time. Time has an end. Time will end one day. Eternity has no beginning. Eternity has no end. Eternity will continue. 
Because eternity is a continuum. Time is just an interregnum in eternity. Who is with me up till now? The power of one. So God exists as one. Deuteronomy chapter 6 from verse 4 to 5. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. One Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. The Lord our God is one Lord. So God exists as one. One God. First Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 6. Let's read. First Corinthians 8 and verse 6. What does it say? But to us there is but one God. Unto us there is but one God. Somebody say one God. One God. The Father of whom are all things. That is everything proceeds from him. Everything comes from this one God. Everything comes. Meaning he created all things. His name is Elohim. The eternal one. The eternal creator. Amen. Okay, let's read on. In him. And one Lord, Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we by him. One God the Father, who created all things, and we are in that one God. And one Lord, Jesus Christ, by whom are all things. So the, the, the means concerning everything, Jesus the Son. And uh, we came by him. Without him, we couldn't have been in God. The Father that we just read. Ephesians chapter 4 from verse 4 to 6. The power of one. One God. Somebody say one God. One God. I can't hear you. Somebody say one God. One God. Ephesians 4, 4 to 6. There is one body and one spirit. One body. The body of the believers. The body of Christ. The body of Jesus is one. And there is one spirit. The Holy Spirit is one. Amen. Even as you are called in one hope of your calling. We only have one hope of our calling. We only have one hope. Do you know you only have one hope of your calling? What's that hope? The hope of eternal life. In hope of eternal life that God that cannot lie. Promise before time began. Titus chapter 1. One hope of our calling. What's that hope? Eternal life. Hallelujah. Eternal life. He that hath the son hath life. Amen. He that does not have the son does not have life. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. Our hope is one. And it's the hope of eternal life. Guess what? We will do time together. We are doing time together right now. We will do eternity together as well. Do you, do you, that's a serious prayer. Hallelujah. We'll do eternity together. Pastor, are we going to recognize ourselves in eternity? Definitely. This is not the body. This body, flesh and blood, cannot, cannot inherit the kingdom of God. This one will decay. This blood will decay. This flesh and bones will decay. Hallelujah. But your spirit looks like you. Don't you know your spirit looks like you? Ha, haven't you dreamt before and seen your spirit? No, Mike, how can I dream and see my spirit? Timmy, Tiku, that I'm still alive. <laughs> You that you were dreaming, you were on the bed. Your body was asleep on the bed. And then you saw yourself in Switzerland. And in that dream, you say, where is this? In Switzerland. Ah, Omar Fayo. Hallelujah. And you get, Omar Yatosi, Nigeria. What you saw as yourself in Switzerland was your spirit looking exactly like you with your pointed nose and your bald head. Hallelujah. In the story of the rich man and Lazarus, they had died. 
The rich man was dead. Lazarus was dead. Father Abraham was dead. If Father Abraham had died centuries before that time, hallelujah, or years before that time, for us to be on the safe side, because Jesus at times will speak in time, at times will speak in eternity. Before Abraham was, I am. That's eternity. Amen. All of them recognized, in fact, Lazarus recognized the rich man. The rich man recognized Lazarus, not in the flesh, not in flesh and blood. It was their spirits. I will recognize you in eternity. You will recognize me in eternity. In actual fact, what we are doing in time is what we are doing in eternity. So don't be surprised when you see me in heaven preaching. Hallelujah. And if you are always fighting, get to heaven and continue fighting. <laughs> Hallelujah. The power of one, one God. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 4. There is one body and one spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One. Somebody say one. One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. One God and Father of all, who is above all and in all and through all. One. He's one God. And guess what? He's my Father. Is he your Father? He's my Father. Hallelujah. He created one man. One God created one man. What was his name? Adam. Some classical theorists will say, ha, Adam. But Adam, you are not wrong if you say Adam. Adam. And from him came all men. But how many men did God create? One man. Amen. Eve came from one man. Humanity. And the progeny came from Adam and Eve. One man. One man that did not go through the natural birth process. One man, Adam. Another one man that did not go through the natural birth process. One man, Jesus. So one man was called the first Adam. One man was called the last Adam. None of them went through the natural birth process. God speaking to us. Somebody say with me this morning, the power of one, one man. Let's read Acts of the Apostles, chapter 17, verse 26. Let me read from the King James translation before we now go to God's word. So get ready for God's word. Let's do King James first. And hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds or the boundaries of the habitation. And hath made of one blood all nations of men. So, all nations of men have one blood. You would think that is talking about blood. Medical Sunday, March. The color of blood is red, but red blood cells don't constitute the major component of human blood. There's more plasma in human blood my colleagues are here, MBBS Bodija, they are here. Praise the Lord. At least 55% of the concentration of blood is plasma. You have plasma, you have platelets, before you have red blood cells and white blood cells, all making up blood. 
So that blood in Acts 17, 26, King James, you would think they are talking about that blood that is red, error. But he's talking about ancestry, where we come from. Give it to us in the God's Word translation. I hope you have God's Word. Acts 17, 26. God's Word translation. Oh, okay, while they're doing that, I don't have time. I'll read from here. Acts 17, 26. From one man. Do you see that? It didn't say one blood. From one man, he has made every nation of humanity. And who is that one man? Adam. From one man, he has made every nation of humanity to live all over the earth. He has given them the seasons of the year and the boundaries within which to live. Hallelujah. One man. Still on one man. After the first Adam fell, the plan of God for relating with mankind zeroed in again on one man. Who was that one man? Father Abraham. Don't you know Abraham was the, 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 the kickoff for the plan B of God for humanity. Abraham had to come so that Israel, Jacob can come so that David can come so that Jesus can come. That's the tracking. So we even have tracking in the Bible. Hallelujah. Or do you think it was for fun when the Lord said to Abraham, in you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. When he said be blessed there, he wasn't talking about in you shall all the families of the earth build houses and buy cars and marry. That's not the meaning of be blessed there. Be blessed there is in you shall all the families of the earth be connected to the source. And the source was who? Jehovah God. Hello. Okay, let's, let's read. So one man, Father Abraham. Let's read. The power of one. Genesis chapter 12 from verse 1. Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country. Did I say Abraham? It's Abraham here. He hadn't changed his name. Exalted father here. Because Abraham means exalted father. Abraham now means father of multitudes. Amen. Okay. Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will shew thee, and I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that cursed thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. I just explained that. James Epistle chapter 2 and 23. The power of one. Are we still together please? Are we still together please? The power of one. Amen. When we come to church we learn. We feel good. Yeah, we enjoy God's presence. We also learn. Praise the Lord. Your spirit needs to be trained. My spirit needs to be fashioned. Hallelujah. Have you seen a carpenter before? A furniture maker. What they turned to a piece of furniture existed in raw state before. Raw wood. Amen. Two by three by twelve. One by twelve by twelve. Anybody from Igbajo here? Igbajo? Anytime I see Igbajo, I call them one by two. Two by three. You know, because they do a lot of uh, wood business. Amen. 
Hallelujah. He will take a raw piece of wood and he begins to walk upon it. He begins to walk upon it. I don't know what's happening now. In those days, when we were small boys, carpenters used to put pencil behind their hair. I mean, remember. Then they'll put one leg on the table that they're walking on and they have a saw in between. And they'll be singing. You, you don't, <laughs> Baba Capita. Say, Baba Capita. Huh? Baba, you have to come and fix it. You know? <laughs> Hallelujah. He fashions it. He will bring out something. He will begin to chisel. He begin to chisel. He begin to saw. He begins to saw. He brings out sandpaper. He begins to sand it, sand it. Before you know it, it's taking shape. It's taking shape. It's taking shape. When we come to church, at times we are being chiseled. At times we are being caught. At times we are being sanded with sandpaper of the Holy Ghost so that we can come out smoother. Hallelujah. Listen, when David was to face Goliath in battle and Saul offered him his armor and he assayed to go and he said, I can't go in this for I have not proved this. So Saul was at a loss. How then does he want to engage the Philistine in battle if he's not going with armor? But David went to the brook, that is the river. What did he do? Help me. What did he do? Stones. He gathered stones from the riverbed. How many did he gather? Five stones. Put them in his sling. One stone did the job. Hallelujah. But that one was part of the five. Amen. That one stone was a stone of grace. It came from the family of grace. Grace can do the job. Somebody say grace can do the job. But you see, before grace will do the job, the stones had been on the brook on the riverbed. The current of the river. I hope you know that river has current. <laughs> the current of the river has been working on the stones for a long time straightening out all the rough edges, all the jagged ends of the stone. They had become smooth stones until the stones become smooth. They can't really be effective. They can be lethal against the devil. Don't you understand that weathering? It's called weathering. That weathering process is to transform us. It's to fashion us. That's what happens when we come to church like this and we receive God's word. That is why the pastor and teacher, the offices are merged. Ephesians 4.11. And he gave some apostles, and some uh, prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. If he's a pastor, he must be able to teach. Otherwise, he can't feed the flock. Come every Sunday, and all we are doing is, shout on your sound, on your feet, and shout hallelujah. And we shout and shout and shout, you evangelists. And say, you need the healing here. Be healed. You need deliverance here. Be healed. You come next Sunday again. It's the same thing. I say again. Because your spirit will be yearning for something to feed on in order to grow. Hallelujah. Okay, let's go on. So we said, one man, Abraham, for God's plan of salvation, the Lord took him. So uh, have we read James chapter 2, verse 23? Okay, let's read. And the scripture was fulfilled. And the scripture was fulfilled. When we read it in Genesis chapter 12 and verse 3, and the last part of verse 3 that says, in you shall all families of the earth be blessed. That was still prophecy. Who is with me this morning? 
that was still prophecy that was given to, unto Father Abraham. When Christ came and died and ascended back to heaven, that prophecy was fulfilled. Not until then could James write what he wrote in chapter 2. Let's read. James chapter 2 and 23. And the scripture was fulfilled, which said, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. One man, one God, one people. That one God created one people. The one people that God created had one language, the part of one. Genesis chapter 11. They had one language. Now, I'm going to read Genesis chapter 11 from verse 1 in the God's Word translation again. I wonder why they don't have it upstairs. God's Word translation. GW, God's Word, in case they didn't hear me. Now, from verse 1, the whole world had one language. Do you see that? The whole world had one language with a common vocabulary. Come was come. Come was not wa. It was not uh, bia. It was not zo. Go was not tefi. It was not law. Amen. What is go in French? Eh, you see now. Eh? Some people are speaking special French here. Hallelujah. See? I made fun of our French teacher. We never knew that French would be an important language. French class was war. Somebody would throw chalk from the back. The teacher would say, say guess what? He would be speaking. <laughs> we didn't understand. <laughs> we'll be laughing at him. He was frustrated. At times we walk out of the class. We, we didn't pass. How can we pass French? Maybe the else will be 10 over 100 or something. <laughs> ah, why are you only by? <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, let's go back. Genesis 11 from verse 1. The whole world had one language with a common vocabulary. As people moved towards the east, they found a plain in China called Babylonia and settled there. So see the history of Babylon and settled there. They said to one another, don't forget, it was also called Chaldeans, the land of the Chaldeans. So we're seeing it here called the land of China. Not China, Shimoso, S-H-I. That's why some people pronounce China, China. How will you now pronounce S-H-I-N-A? You see now. It's not Sino, it's a Sino. <laughs> if I, <laughs> I live in the Bible, I, I have to be careful. Amen. So that they won't drive us. You know, they attempted to drive us away in 1983 or so. 83, was it 83 or 84? When Dr. Lunoyo became the governor of uh, Oyo State. I don't remember. They wanted to drive us away. I won't tell you who the us is. Uh, they wanted to drive us away. It was God that kept us, right, Joseph? They would have driven us away. <laughs> but thank God. And see what we did. I mean, look at Okado. Look at Okebola. Look at Collect Crescent. Look at Imanifanafia. Are those not uh, prime areas in this city? Who do you give the credit to for all those 
Oh. Anyway, this is not a political talk. Let's go back to the Bible. Hmm. And they said to one another, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used bricks as stones and tar as mortar. Then they said, let us build a city for ourselves and a tower with it stopped in the sky. Let's make a name for ourselves. Let's build a city for ourselves. Let's make a name for ourselves so that we won't become scattered all over the face of the earth. What was the intention of God? He made man and he said to man, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue the earth and have dominion over the earth. God's design was for the earth to be inhabited. The psalmist wrote, he created the earth to be inhabited. They wanted to stay in one place, build a name for themselves, make something for themselves, wanted to start living for themselves, unto themselves, by themselves, without God. Anytime man attempts to do anything outside God, he's bound to fail because he's treading dangerous ground. Who is with me? Never you make a plan outside God. Never you have a project outside God. Hallelujah. Let him be the idea behind the project. Let him be the force executing the project. Let it be about him even when the project is completed. Who is with me? Whether it's an exam you want to write, whether it's an educational project you want to pursue, whatever it is, God at the base, God in the middle, God at the end of it. Amen. It must be about God. If it is not about God, it's Babylon. Once it becomes Babylon, it is bound to fail. What happened? The Lord scattered them. He said, go to now. Old King James, go to now. He says, these that they begin to do, there is now nothing they imagine to do that shall be restrained from them. Why? One language. They were one people. They had a common vocabulary. And uh, some Bible uh, scholars interpreted that and they said, when it says one language and one vocabulary, that A knew what B was thinking. It was that serious. They were one. A knew what B was thinking. So when they were building, A wanted to say, give me that block. B knew what A wanted to say, Otifun. So the work was progressing seriously because everybody was on the same page. Bring mortar. Before he said it, that one knew. Hallelujah. They'll be working like machine. They'll have machine efficiency. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because everything will just be on auto drive. Amen. No delays whatsoever. No project delays. Amen. God had to call upon Trinity to scatter that plan. And what was the strategy? It confused their languages. So one man began to speak uh, Persian language. Another one was speaking Babylonian language. Another one was speaking Ijebu dialect. Another one was speaking Italian. Tell me the similarity between Ijebu and Italian. You say Upeku, Upeku. What's Upeku? An Italian will look at you and say, what are you saying? So the project scattered because there was no unity. Amen. But he created one people. He gave them one language. If they had not had that negative plan, see where man would have been today. Hmm. One. One offense. The power of one. One offense. One offense brought sin. One offense brought sickness. One offense brought 
disease. One offense led to cancer. One offense led to diabetes. One offense led to high blood pressure. One offense led to arthritis, glaucoma, cataract. One offense led to mental depression. One offense, one offense. Man was not created to become sick. Man was not created to be subject to cancer. Man was not created to be subject to death. Man that God made was not to die. Hallelujah. But see that one offense. To let us see the power of one. One is powerful. One offense. And that was Adam's sin. Romans chapter 5. I'll read from verse 15. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. So the offense represented by Adam, the free gift represented by Jesus. For if I, through the offense of many, oh, sorry, for if I, through the offense of one, who, who is that one? Adam. Many be dead because the whole of humanity now died. A child that is born today is born dead. Ah, Pastor, Moko. Marco, a child that is born today, a neonate, like they say, is born dead. Why? He's a sinner. He was conceived in death. In iniquity did my mother conceive me. Why? Sin is older than mankind on earth. Praise the Lord from one man's offense. That is why that child will enjoy grace up to the time of accountability. When the child becomes accountable, he or she must now come to Christ on Christ's terms, on God's terms, and become saved and have his or her sins forgiven. Praise the Lord. For if by one man's offense, many be dead, including children that are born today, much more, somebody say much more, the grace of God and the gift that came by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, had abounded unto many. One man brought the offense, but one man brought grace and life and abundance of grace. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 16, let's read. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. The gift is different from the offense. For the judgment was by one to condemnation. One man brought judgment. The content of the judgment was condemnation. The whole of the human race was condemned. But the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. One act of sin brought condemnation to all. But one act of righteousness covered several acts of transgression and iniquity. So the free gift is superior to the offense. Hallelujah. Who has received the free gift here? Amen. You see, your salvation as a believer, these are the basics that you must know. Some don't understand these basics at all. I'm born again. Yes, I'm born again. I'm born again. How do you know I'm born again? Our pastor told us that I'm born again. What have you told yourself? Jesus said, who do men say that I am? They say, some say Elijah, some say John the Baptist, some say this, one. you know say, who do you say that I am? Ah. Then Peter spoke up by revelation. 
Because he was inspired to say what he said. Okay, let's read on. 17. For if by one man's offense, so it was one man's offense, death reigned by one. See the power of one. One man offended. Death reigned. 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 You know what it means to reign? When you are reigning, you are having dominion as a king, as a sovereign ruler. You reign. Your death reigned. And death is still reigning over humanity today. When we get born again, yes, we position ourselves for life and not death. But guess what? Some of the effect of that offense is still with the saints today. Believers still die of sickness today. Praise the Lord. So the full redemption of humanity will not be seen until the time of the end. That is when the fullness of the sacrifice of the cross will be every man's portion. By then, there will be no more death. Right now, we can still die. Physical death. By then, there will be no more death. When is that going to be, Pastor? When time ceases. Time is going to cease. When time ceases, we enter eternity. So, this body, it won't be this body anymore. Because it will be the body that cannot die. It will be the body that cannot have cancer. It will be the body that cannot have high blood pressure. Who is with me? The power of one. Ah, Pastor. Yes. Let's read on. 17. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more, they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Who is verse 17 talking about? From that much more, who is verse 17 talking about? I don't know about you, but it's talking about me. Let's read it again. Verse 17. From much more. Much more, they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. He says, I, Tolualope, I have received grace. I have also received the abundance of the gift of righteousness. I don't know about you. You know, I'm born again. I, Tolualope, I have received grace and I've received the abundance of the gift of righteousness. What will I do? I shall reign in life by myself. No, Emike. For apart from me, you can do nothing. I shall reign in life through one. And who is that one? Jesus Christ. So now you've been called to reign as long as you have received life and the abundance of grace and the abundance of righteousness. What are you to do? Reign in life. Reign in life by one man. Hallelujah. One man. So let's ask. Are you reigning? Am I reigning? Are you reigning? In your office, are you reigning? You know, there was um, a former head of state in Nigeria. He's, he's, he's late now. He's dead now. But before he died, they say he will ask his CSO, are we still in power? And now, you know the person I'm talking about. Are we still in power? Now we say, we are in power, sir. I say, carry on. Carry on. Because he was reigning. And he was enjoying, are you reigning? Am I reigning? How do we reign? With the life of Jesus. With the life of Jesus. 18. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. One man. 
One man did one thing. One man erased it. One man brought condemnation. One man brought justification unto all. One man. One is powerful. Someone say one is powerful. I'll stop. I'll leave that one. One sacrifice. The power of one. One sacrifice. Who is with me up till now? One sacrifice. How many sacrifices? Just one sacrifice. In the past, there were many sacrifices. In the Old Testament, there were many sacrifices. In fact, every day, there were several sacrifices every day. Some sacrifices, if nobody brought a sacrifice. Listen, people could bring peace offerings, fellowship offerings. They could bring trespass offerings because they committed a sin and they wanted forgiveness. They bring trespass offerings. But without anybody coming, the priest had standard daily offerings he must offer. There was the morning and the evening burnt offering. There was every day a daily burnt offering and a daily sin offering that he must offer every day, every day. When you hear offering is sacrifice, animals they kept killing every day. They would kill one in the morning, kill one in the evening, standard. In fact, at times two in the morning, one burnt, one sin offering, one burnt offering, one sin offering in the morning, and then in the evening, burnt offering. Animals. And then if you brought your own trespass offering, or if you just said, just fellowship offering, peace offerings, you know, I'm just thankful for all that the Lord has brought. To express your thanks, it's not this one that you use man and say, Father, I thank you. Ah, you bring animal to, to say, Father, thank you. So see all the offerings that they would offer under the old covenant, yet there was no perfection. Daily sin offering, daily bond offering, yet the best they had was to cover up their iniquity, to atone for their sins. There was no remission of their sins because atonement is different from remission. Are we still together? Are we still together, please? Pastor, all that you are saying, collusion, it's not all this one man, one offense, one sacrifice. One, this is, that's not what is doing me. Pastor, what is doing me this morning is more than all that. My house rent is due this week. My project supervisor, I said, this week is the final. He's throwing out all the work I've done for the past 18 months. So all this one, 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 one. That's not what I need now. One, one. Okay, is it two you want? Okay, is it ten? Pastor, I want to JP. Eh? I want to JP. I'm tired of this country, our, our, what about those of us who are here? Our <laughs> hey, this is somebody's liberation. This is somebody's liberation. Let's continue. One sacrifice. Many sacrifices in the old, but Jesus came and did how many sacrifices? One Sacrifice. How many times? Just once. And it was final. When Saddam Hussein invaded the uh, Kuwait, what did he say? He said, the mother of all battles has just begun. I even remember. The mother of all battles has just begun. And when General Norman Schwarzkopf of the U.S. Army led the U.S. Army for the, for, against uh, Iraq in Kuwait, 
He said, ladies and gentlemen, the liberation of Kuwait has just begun. And uh, he's dead now. And he smoked Saddam Hussein out of Kuwait. But Saddam called it the mother of all battles. He had scored missiles. How many remember? Because some people are poor students of history here. He had scored missiles. And he will launch his scored missiles in the direction of Israel. He occupied Kuwait next door illegally. He was sending scored missiles to Israel far away. Kilagbi. Kilaju. Because he wanted, he wanted America to be involved. America had given Israel Patriot missiles. And Patriot missiles will be the Scud missiles in the air and they neutralize them. He called it mother of all battles. At the end of the day, he was smoked out. There is a mother of all sacrifices. Hallelujah. There is a mother of all sacrifices. Who understands what sacrifice means? Those who speak Yoruba here, what does sacrifice mean? Say it again. Have you seen one before? Have you seen one before? You know what they do for the sacrifices that, that they do, Ebo, that they carry? These traditional people, these uh, occultic people, black pot with a lot of palm oil, Ebo. You find echo, agri inside, one boiled egg inside. They put a goat or something inside. You can put cola nuts inside. Pastor, have you been a herbalist before? Along with Joe, I've never been a herbalist before. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm laughing because of the next thing I want to say. How many remember the story of Ajoke? Ajoke? Ha. If your name is Ajoke, don't be annoyed. It's not your own Ajoke. Amen. Pastor, you are telling stories so that you can remember the principle. I know what I'm doing. Praise the Lord. The man was drunk because every day we get back home from work drunk. You know people who get drunk, it's not, it's not those who drunk who function, who get drunk and function. You know some people, they get drunk and they, they function. They can still drive, uh, small, small. And they are driving. You know, the hand may be shaking a little, but it's, uh, I'll get him, no problem. But some people, when they get drunk, the ground is coming up to meet them. So they too are raising the leg so that the ground will not come to the road. You see? The road, That was this man. He will get drunk. And he will lose his orientation. So one day, he was trying to go home and he was drunk. And he got to a roundabout. And you know, sacrifice is able. It's placed where? Roundabout. Uh -huh. He now saw freshly baked sacrifice. Do they bake sacrifice? They don't. But he found fresh sacrifice. The palm oil, everything was bringing. He now sat down, and his wife's name is Ajoke. This is Ajoke. Ajoke. A meloni muma sofwe. When me like a quartipu. 
emilo. How many times will I tell you I joke? I don't like agidi and red oil. Emilo. Eh? Not a raw. Anyway, my bear if jail. As he said, anyway, I will eat it in love. And he sat down and consumed the sacrifice. And uh, whoever placed the sacrifice there, we say, Ebofi, that is the sacrifice, as in, the sacrifice was prepared for demons. It was a joker's husband. <laughs> See human sacrifices. Imperfect. Full of flaws. F-L-A-W-S. Full of flaws. The sacrifice I'm talking about, flawless. The sacrifice I'm talking about, perfect. The sacrifice I'm talking about, all-encompassing. This sacrifice changed everything about you. Went back to your past. Covers your present. Goes into your future. This sacrifice. One sacrifice. Someone say one sacrifice. There is power in one. Hebrews chapter 10 from verse 8. Above when he said, Sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin thou wouldest not. Neither hast pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Because under the law, those were the sacrifices they were doing in the Old Testament. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. Jesus was the one who said that. He taketh away the first, that is the first covenant, the covenant of works. That he may establish the second, the New Testament, the covenant of grace. By the which will we are sanctified. We are sanctified by that plan. We are sanctified, set apart, made different. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus once for all. It was his body. He said, lo, I come to do thy will. A body thou hast prepared for me, sacrifice and Offering for sin thou wildest not. But a body thou had prepared for me. It was not echo. It was not red oil. It was not bitter cola. It was not cola not. It was not a black pot. It was not the head of a goat. The, a body you have prepared for me. It was the full body of Christ. When they were beating him, you know, scourging that body and so on, they didn't understand that that was the sacrifice. That was the fullness of the sacrifice. God's only begotten. God in man, man in God, he, who came as man to redeem man. The sacrifice for man, hallelujah. The sacrifice for you, the price that was paid for your life. The price paid for your future, amen. The price paid for your marriage. The price paid for your conception. The price paid for that house rent you want to pay. The price paid for that success in the interview that you are going for. That's the price paid. Hallelujah. A sacrifice was offered for you. Amen. For your restoration. Everything you've lost. Everything you've lost. A sacrifice was offered for your restoration. Who is with me this morning? A sacrifice. Somebody say a sacrifice. For me. For me. That sacrifice represented me. And I was not there when it was going on. That is love. Amen. I was not there. He, the father said to the son, you will go through this for the sake of Tolu Alokwe who will be born many, 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 many years down the line. I didn't even know myself when he had known me and he had taken care of my future. Amen. We are a people of eternal destiny through grace and the finished work of Calvary. Do you understand what the sacrifice means that the Lord did for you? Let's keep reading. 
Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 9. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that may establish the second, by the which will we are sanctified, through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. 11. And every priest standard daily, they did it daily, ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices, was the same sacrifices. If it was not a pigeon, it would be a dove for the poor. But for those who were wealthy, it would be a goat, a ram, and so on. Yeah, every day. And every priest standard daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. Which can never take away sins. Those sacrifices, as much as they did them every day, could never take away sins. Do you know, do you know why the sacrifices had a connection with sin? It was because of sin that death came. Without sin, there wouldn't have been death. So sin opened the door to death. And when death came in, it came in with confusion, disappointment, failure, oppression, lack, demotion, madness, insanity. You know, that's how death came in and began to distribute. So if the sting of death is removed, then death becomes disabled. Who is with me up to now? The sting of death is what? Sin. So if sin could be dealt with, death would not have power again. So there was need for a sacrifice that will abrogate sin. That will silence sin. And it had to be a perfect sacrifice. Animals did not offend in the garden. So animals could not do the job. It was Adam that offended in the garden. Another man had to come after the order of Adam. To be able to set man free. Are we still together? The power of one. The power of one. I thought I will end today. Verse 12. But this man, sorry, pardon me. I want to repeat verse 11. And every priest standard daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. Never. Verse 12. But this man, but this man, that but changes the narrative. But this man, so he was talking about a man. Christ came as man. Amen. Hallelujah. Christ came as man. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins, forever, somebody say forever. One sacrifice for sins was forever. Many sacrifices that they did in the past, every day. But this one sacrifice was forever. What happened? Sat down on the right hand of God. After that one sacrifice, which is forever, what did he do? He sat down. You know what it means to sit down? Mission accomplished. Nothing else needs to be done. I finished the work. John chapter 17 verse 4, what did Jesus say? I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work thou gavest me to do. Praise the Lord. Yeah, I have finished the work thou gavest me to do. Amen. 
He finished it. He sat down. Where did he sit? Right hand of power. Right hand of God. Amen. For man to understand that the mission has been accomplished. The mission for your salvation was accomplished when he did that. The mission for your deliverance was accomplished when he did that. Completed. You know, accomplished. Finalized. Amen. Nothing outstanding. Where your salvation is concerned, no work in progress. Where your deliverance is concerned, no work in progress. Where your restoration is concerned, no work in progress. Help me. Say it to yourself. Preach to yourself this morning. Where am I? Salvation. It's concerned. <laughs> There's no more work in progress. Where my deliverance is concerned, no more work in progress. Where my restoration and my victory is concerned, no more work in progress. Where my promotion is concerned, no more work in progress. Where my satisfaction is concerned, no more work in progress. He finished the work. He sat down at the right hand of the Father. Mission accomplished. If it were to be a Nigerian, I would say, wait them. Wait them. Wait them. He had finished the work. Hallelujah. You just score a goal. And uh, as you scored the seventh goal against the opponent, so it's 7-0. As you are scoring the goal, the referee blew final whistle. Game over. <laughs> that guy that scored the goal, how will he feel? With them. <laughs> I'm not Arsenal, I'm not Manu, I'm not any of those things. I don't, I don't even know the names of the players. They mentioned some names. I, I think they are demons. Oh, sorry. That maybe they are angels. Not demons. Some names are... Am I right? Kaka ah, something, something. I say, ah. You know, anyway. But no problem. But when you win, you win. When you win, you're excited. When you win... There is this acceleration that comes with it. Hallelujah. He finished the work. Sat down at the right hand of Father. From henceforth. Don't mind King James. You don't say from henceforth now. But it was okay for that time. From henceforth. Expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering. He had perfected forever. Them that are sanctified. Them that are sanctified. He has perfected them forever. He has made them okay forever. He has made them all right forever. One offering forever. Them that are sanctified. And we are sanctified by the offering of his body. Amen. Ha, that's in verse 10. So you are a product of that one sacrifice. And that sacrifice is always speaking over you. That is why you must not be afraid of the devil. As long as you are in Christ, don't be afraid of the devil. As long as you are in Christ, don't be afraid of your father's second wife. Don't be afraid of your father's uh, tenth wife. Number one to nine, they are okay. Says who? You think? Because don't you know that the devil is deceptive? Why not just deal with the devil and leave the individual alone? Why? Principalities work through personalities. Hello, George. Stop labeling people all over. You say your mother-in-law is a witch and you married her daughter, you married her son. You walk on. Your own is in your body. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. But there is a sacrifice that speaks over your life. The voice of that sacrifice cannot be silenced. 
There is an able that speaks over your life. So when they gather together in the middle of the night, wherever, to call upon your name, to release some things upon you, to invoke some causes upon you, to cause you to begin to function in a particular manner, the voice of a sacrifice shows up. And the fire of God breaks out against them. And they scatter concerning you. He said, they that be incensed against you shall be as nothing. And they shall not be found. You will look for them, you will not find them. He says, he will give men in exchange for you. People as a ransom for your soul. Hallelujah. Where have you put all those ones? Amen. There is a voice. It's the voice of a sacrifice that is active over you. Active over your children, active over your home, active over your business, active over your career. No man can mess with you anyhow. Amen. Praise the Lord. No man, you are called by that name. They can't mess with you. Amen. And who told you what you are going through is your final? This is not final. Don't you, do you think this is the end of everything concerning you? No, no, we are not defined by the present. We are defined by the word of God. God's word speaks. The promises of God discounts the present. And they go into our future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can't even fuel your car. And it says you will lend to nations and borrow from none. Ah, and you say, you're possible. It's because you don't understand how God works. He declares the end from the beginning you are not your now you are what the word says understand that and let your life be regulated by that amen amen one sacrifice and one thing and i will end here i will start with one thing when next i have the opportunity of sharing god's word one thing Luke's Gospel, chapter 10, from verse 41 to 42. Don't forget where we started from. One God. How many remember we talked about one God? One man, Adam. One man, Abraham. One people. One language. The people in Genesis 11 that we talked about. And then one offense. Adam's offense. And one act of righteousness. The righteousness of Jesus. And how that has brought justification to us. And what is justification? The opposite of condemnation. If you are not condemned, you are justified. Someone say, I'm justified. I'm justified. Hallelujah. You know what it means to be justified? To be discharged and acquitted. They brought a case against you. They thought they had a charge against you. And under the terms of the law, you should have gone to jail. And then the judge pronounces, ah, who is your advocate? Wait, who is your advocate? Jesus, Jesus, our advocate by the Holy Spirit. Who is the judge? His father. God the Father. Whose case did they bring? The case of a Christian. Somebody inside Jesus. So that's why he has to represent us. And he's representing us before the Father. And the opposition... Who took us to court? The, the, the prosecution. Who is that? The devil. Satan. Say under the law. What you said is this. He keeps quoting the law. 
And the son stands. Father, by grace, by grace, he's without guilt, without condemnation. Remember, the print of the nails on the cross, the price of that grace, remember. The piercing on the side, remember. Oh, the father says, yes, yes. Devil, you have no case. You, you are discharged and acquitted. Go and sin no more. That's the law of it. Justified. Justified. Because of one act of righteousness. Don't forget we, we talked about that. Then we talked about one sacrifice. And now we want to end on one thing. One thing. Luke's gospel chapter 10 from verse 41. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful. And Mary, you're not reading. And one, one thing is needful. And Mary had chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Mary had chosen that good part. One thing is needful. Mary had chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Your one thing is that which you won't allow anybody to take away from you. One thing. I want to read that from the God's Word translation. Let's, let's do it. The Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you worry and force about a lot of things. There's only one thing you need. Mary has made the right choice. And that one thing will not be taken away from her. That one thing commands your attention. That one thing is your preference. You are defined by that, your one thing. Have you located your one thing? Your one thing is fundamental because every other thing revolves around it. Your one thing is important because every other thing hangs on it. In the case of Mary, she discovered her one thing and she stayed with her one thing. And Martha was saying, Jesus, stop indulging this girl. Let her come and help me in the kitchen. It is not easy to make a, a dika ikong. Not just a dika, but by the time you are adding the ikong, you have redefined it. Eh? You know, they say we eat flour here. In some parts of Nigeria, they pound the vegetable before they cook it. You know, they pound it, they put it inside mortar and bring pesu. Am I right or wrong? The small one. Okay, some people don't know. That's why they say we eat flour. In some parts of this country, they don't eat a window. <laughs> they proper afang, atama, eh? real vegetable. What am I saying? One thing. We'll start from there. When next, I have the privilege of ministering to us. One thing. There is power in one. But I want you to know that there is one sacrifice that covers your case. One sacrifice that has sealed your destiny. One sacrifice that is active over your life. One sacrifice that represents you in time and eternity. One sacrifice. The sacrifice of the body of Christ on the cross. The sacrifice of the blood of Jesus. That one sacrifice covers your past, covers your today, covers your eternity, covers your future. That one sacrifice. That one sacrifice is your guarantee of victory as you go through life. That one sacrifice is your guarantee 
of victory in the challenges you are facing right now whether in your body whether in your marriage whether in your career whether in your business whatever challenge it is you are facing that one sacrifice is potent and powerful to grant you victory and we have been saying that the month of May is our month of guaranteed peace and satisfaction why is our peace guaranteed why is our satisfaction guaranteed because of that one sacrifice stop running from pillar to post stay with Jesus stay with his word stay with what he has done for you in your patience possess your souls in your patience possess your souls the psalmist said be still and know that I am God be still and know that I am God be still the sacrifice was not in vain please stand to your feet you're more than you're bothered about your married daughter who is yet to conceive one sacrifice bring that one sacrifice into the equation introduce that one sacrifice into the situation you are a mother you have a grown-up daughter who is yet to be married and you are concerned if you are in you are beginning to get increasingly concerned it is now a burden you can't even sleep because of it bring that one sacrifice to bear upon it you are a parent you are a parent and your son is a source of concern to you he's rebellious totally rebellious I had the other day of a prominent academic he's now late very famous very popular accomplished scientist he was a professor of many years professor of repute but he had a son who was a problem 11 p.m. at night past 11 he'll be calling clubhouses in Ibadan is my son there is my son there is my son there please ask him to come home please ask him to come home tell him his father is asking for him what, what, what pain that boy was to his father you are here this morning you have a concern over your son he's rebellious that one sacrifice somebody's here you have a chronic back problem it's your back one sacrifice bring the sacrifice of Jesus to bear upon every concern of your life this morning pray for yourself in other words bring that sacrifice to bear upon all that has to do with you what aileth thou what aileth thou oh child of God what aileth thou what is the problem what aileth thou is there no balm in Gilead is there no physician there why then is the heart of a daughter of my people not healed there is balm in Gilead there is a physician in Gilead his name is Jesus Christ the son of the living God he can make you whole from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet he can make you whole receive your wholeness receive your wholeness
on the strength of that one sacrifice receive your wholeness there has been no progress for long everything has been static on the strength of that one sacrifice receive your progress open doors open doors progress motion forward motion increase speed you are surrounded with dryness everywhere is dry everywhere is dry on the strength of that sacrifice ask the Lord for rain ask him for rain tell him to cause you to flourish decree a new season on the strength of, of that sacrifice they have written you off they have written you off I'm asking you to pray for yourself they have written you off nothing good can come from that direction again nothing good they have written you off invoke the voice of that one sacrifice for your turnaround 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 there is a turnaround it is yours step into it take your turnaround in the name of Jesus take your turnaround no more crying no more shedding of tears no more heavy hearts no more heavy hearts the voice of the sacrifice is speaking over you is speaking concerning you every blocked way every shut door is opening right now is opening right now is opening right now is opening right now and in those same places where you were rejected in those same places you shall be sent for you shall be sent for that's a word for somebody in those same places where they turned you back in those same places they shall send for you and honor you and honor you and honor you and honor you thank you Lord thank you Lord somebody must pray this prayer that from this minute this minute your story and your life story changes forever from this minute pray that prayer Lord from this minute Lord from this minute because of the potency of the voice of the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross for me everything about me changes for the better from this hour, from this hour, dimensions of favor, dimensions of glory, dimensions of power that I never knew before. I walk in them, I step in them. They become my reality in the name of Jesus. From this hour, 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 from this hour. No more deadness from this hour. Only life from this hour. I reign in life. I have received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. I reign in life. Whatever has been hindering me from reigning, I crush you. I begin to reign in life. I begin to advance in life. I begin to rule in life. Dominion is my portion. Dominion is my heritage. I walk in dominion. I walk in victory. I live in my inheritance as it is written in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I need, I need your help. Come and help me sing. There's power in the blood. There is power in the blood of Jesus. There is power. Power. Wonder walking. Power. Just give me a second. Just give me a second. Thank you. Church, we want to seal. We want to seal. S-E-A-L. We want to seal these things with the blood. We're not just singing that song. We are sealing some things with the blood. Your own experience in marriage will not be your daughter's experience in marriage. You've had it nasty. You've had it painful. That yoke is destroyed. So, so patterns, negative patterns are cancelled. Negative flows are cancelled. You inherited it from your mother. And you are looking at your daughter and saying, she's going to inherit it. She wouldn't. Negative flows are cancelled. So we're going we're gonna to seal up these things with the blood. As we sing that song. So sing it with revelation and sing it prayerfully. Yes, please.